What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TamanBaseballFan.com. I just finished up listening to another podcast. Um, there's somebody by the name of Kyle. He actually runs the Wax Museum podcast. He reached out to me um, on Blowout Forums uh, earlier this week. Tell me about a... Uh, a podcast, an interview that he was going to be doing that I might have interest in. And he let me know that he was going to be interviewing uh, somebody by the name of Jim Esker. Now, Jim Esker uh, was the art director of SGW, uh, Sign and Glassworks, and uh, also the co-creator of the Chromium process. So he's actually basically one of the inventors of the uh, um, Chrome cards that we've all come to know and love since, you know, gosh, 1993 for us baseball guys. So um, I, uh, I kind of forgot about it. He, you know, Kyle said, hey, check this out. Um, and uh, it, it should be dropping in a few days. I kind of forgot about it, but then he tagged me on Instagram. And y'all, I'm terrible on Instagram. I, <laughs> I never go on there, but I got a notification. So I figured I would check it out and, uh, and listen and, and it was it was really interesting. It's I, I love hearing about the hobby history. So I'll tell you a little bit about it here. But you know I do want to encourage you to check out his podcast. Um, I don't want to steal his thunder or anything at all. But you know because you're here and you're my listeners on this, I want to kind of tell you all a little bit about my take on it and you know give a little bit of a summary of what's going on um, of what he found out. So uh, first of all, uh, I want to tell you about kind of why Kyle reached out to me to begin with. Uh, if you've heard um, or if you've been reading my articles over the past few years, you may or may not have uh, heard about me talking about a 1991 Upper Deck Chrome sample uh, that I have. So um, I believe it was the first time I heard of these and I was just like floored because uh, you know never heard of anything anywhere close to this. It's probably... Mm, I want to say maybe three, four years ago, a buddy of mine named Ryan, um, he actually purchased uh, several uh, test cards that were from, uh, came with a business card from Sign Glassworks also. And, you know, so the test cards were Chrome. Uh, he has, Ryan has other stuff, but like the one that I was interested in was he had a Jose Canseco uh, 1991 Upper Deck Chrome Silver Slugger. Now, for a lot of people that don't know baseball cards, that doesn't sound like a big deal. If you do know baseball cards, you might your ears might perk up because you might say, well, there's no such thing as a 91 Upper Deck Chrome, uh, <laughs> anything at all. And uh, so, uh, as it turns out, uh, Jim, um, well, his company, I guess, uh, Sign Glassworks, actually, after they developed this technology... Um, they didn't pitch it to tops first. They pitched it to upper deck. So we could have had, if upper deck went with them, we could have had, uh, parallels of 91 upper deck Chrome, 92 upper deck Chrome. We could have had like 93 SP Chrome. Could you imagine like all of these other, you know, wild cards. So, and who knows, you know, refractors and all that. So, uh, unfortunately, um, unfortunately, I guess, uh, upper deck said, you know, I don't really think this is for us. I think we're actually going to be, 
staying the course with what we're doing right now, which is hologram technology. So, you know, you've seen a lot of the early to mid nineties upper deck cards. They, they have a heavy usage of, of holograms and everything, which is fine. You know, holograms are fun. Um, but, uh, sign glassworks said, okay, upper deck's not interested. Um, we showed them prototypes. They said, no, thank you. We'll pass. Uh, then they go to tops. And so tops goes, huh? Their ears perk up. They're actually looking for like a more premium type of product because remember, uh, Tops had, you know, previously spent decades just really kind of creating baseball cards of just like, you know, just cardboard, you know, nothing crazy at all. You know, so the, the Chrome technology is wildly different and it's quite a bit more expensive to produce as well. Um, but anyways, tops ate it up and they said, okay, let's do this. Let's sign an exclusive with you for, you know, baseball, I guess is, is my understanding. Um, and, uh, let's go forward. So they did a test run of 92 tops finest. I think it was for football. And then starting with 93 finest, uh, they used the chromium technology and they've just continued on the way through. Um, you know, so even to this day, you'll like for 2020 tops, you'll see Chrome cards. Uh, I'm not even sure if they've come out yet or not, but, uh, uh, but that's, that's how successful it was. And so, you know, when you think of baseball cards, um, obviously you think of tops. I mean, they're far and away the most, uh, popular, um, card maker, which is, uh, interesting. It makes you wonder if Chrome, the Chromium technology was what put it over the top. So, um, Anyways, uh, all this stuff is wildly interesting to me. And by the way, Kyle has a uh, the Wax Museum uh, podcast uh, owner. He's got a YouTube channel. It is youtube.com. Hmm. Well, it says it's called Wax Museum Podcast. So check that out. And uh, um, he actually has this little video that Jim uh, gave to him of the offices of where they were printing these cards. So it's kind of neat to see where my Canseco came from. You know, it's a, it's a neat little uh, fun thing to, uh, you know, kind of get these pieces of the puzzle that I didn't really know existed that are out there, which is really, really fun. And so, um, you yeah, know, and really guys, like part of the reason why I love this stuff so much is because uh, it's it scratches an itch that one of ones and other quote unquote manufactured rarities just can't get to, um, you know, so for instance, the prototypes, for instance, you'll have, I'll give you an example of like a one of one. So let's say tops or Panini or leaf or whoever creates a one of one card of your guy. And maybe they have two, three, five, ten 10 other different colors of that same card. The only difference is the border and the serial number. Um, okay. One of ones, everybody is excited about one of one. They love one of ones. We all love one of ones because, uh, by that definition of it being a one of one, we're the only people that would have that specific card. Um, now the problem is, is that, you know, there could be boatloads of one of one cards of any given player each year and they're not going to stop. I mean, if, if there were like, let's say, um, uh, a hundred or 500 Mike Trout, one of one cards that were printed this year. Um, it's a lot of one of ones guys like, and guess what? Next year 
they're going to print 500 more in the next year, in the next year, in the next year, in the next year. So there's no shortage of these manufactured rarities. They will continue to be printed. Um, they're still special. You know, don't get me wrong. I've got some one of ones I love to death myself, but, um, but there's just something about these prototypes. Uh, like for instance, the Canseco, I know that there's three of them, uh, to my knowledge that exist, uh, of the 91 upper deck Chrome prototype. And by the way, um, if you wanted to, you could check out a video that I had posted on my YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash tanman baseball fan. Um, I don't know how far down it is. I'm actually going to check my, uh, my channel here. So let's see. Five, six, seven. It looks like it's going to be several, uh, several videos down, but I think, uh, if I can find it here, I'll tell you. So it looks like I was posted, I posted about three months ago. If you want to check it out, it's titled 1991 Upper, Upper Deck Chrome Prototype. Uh, it's a three minute clip, but you, you can see what the card looks like and, you know, I talk about it a little bit. So, um, and another thing, by the way, is um, fun is, is Kyle's asking um, Jim in his interview. So here's here's what Tanner said about this uh, about how things came to be. Uh, before you went to Tops, you went to Upper Deck, and I kind of held my breath just to make sure. Like that's that's what I heard the story was, but you know it's good to get confirmation <laughs> from the guy back then as well. But um, anyway, so going back to the difference between the one of ones and the prototypes. So the prototypes um, that are created, like we're talking the eighty-eight Tops cloth test. The 89 Donruss and Leaf Blue Chips, the 90 Aqueous uh, from Donruss, you know, the, and now the 91 Upper Deck Prototype uh, Chrome. Um, all of these cards, like none of these cards were made to be rare and uh, to really see the light of day, which is, which really kind of adds like an exciting um, uh, element to to really collecting these because uh, they they have a lot in um, a lot of similarities with like say older cards like tobacco cards for instance um, they're highly valuable they're rare um, but they weren't printed to be highly valuable or rare and uh, yet they are so it's kind of it, it adds another element of of excitement to these cards like you. you you almost have like this this machine that's pumping out these one of ones that are supposed to be rare. They're supposed to be the chase cards or whatever. And then you have these that are, you know, complete opposites. They're not supposed to be, but they just are. Like they're unicorns, they're white whales, whatever you want to call them, holy grails. Um so it's it's really exciting, um, more so, in my opinion, to find something like this as opposed to something that a card company just recently created and put a one of one stamp on it. Like to me personally, that's, that's kind of where the excitement is. Um, you know, this wasn't pack pulled. Like you can, I'll give you kind of a full disclaimer as well, by the way, there's kind of a, a, uh, feel a lesser than feel for a lot of collectors when it comes to, when they think about cards that were quote unquote backdoored that weren't actually pack pulled. And, uh, you know, 
that you know maybe they were missing serial numbers or or whatever like to me personally like that stuff's exciting to me like i love that stuff um and uh and so one reason why is, is i keep thinking about this <laughs> i remember like years ago i uh, i had about 1 million baseball cards in my garage and i wish i had a million baseball cards in my garage now and i just have a bunch of other crap all over the place but um but anyway so these baseball cards i remember going into my garage and it's a two-car garage and uh the boxes were probably all the way up to my nose and i'm thinking oh my gosh this is incredible uh, like it would take a lifetime for me to actually go through all these cards i ended up selling them i didn't go through nearly all of them but um but just thinking like one million cards here and through the junk wax era, many of the cards, the single cards by themselves, each one of them were printed probably between two and five times as much as my garage could hold. So uh, in other words, if I had like a 1991 Topps Glen Allen Hill or something, um, they could have, and by the way, I don't know if that exists. I'm just giving an example, but uh Tops very well could have printed five uh, of my neighbor's house's garage full of just a 91 Tops Glen Allen Hill, um, just to kind of put in a perspective of how many they printed back then. And the thing that's interesting to me, and we'll use this example for like 91 Upper Deck, since we're talking about, let's say 91 Upper Deck uh, Silver Slugger, let's say Upper Deck created 3 million uh, Kinsecos of, of it. And uh, that means that three garages would be stuffed full of nothing but that one card. And the thing that's interesting about these prototypes is that not only would it have been um, improbable to go through every single one of those three million and find uh, a Chrome prototype, it would have been impossible because it just wasn't um, uh, you know, offered impacts so same thing goes with like the aqueous um the 90 dollars aqueous you have like uh you know five houses full of like 1990 donruss john olerud for example um it basically would be impossible for you to find an aqueous now you you take and that's just like using a heavy concentration of just 90 dollars john olerud like the entire print run you imagine you have those cards mixed in with other cards that had millions printed. Um, and all those cards would likely have been pulled from packs or complete sets or something. And the odds would be, you know, next to none that you would actually pull uh, or find a prototype like this. Um, which, you know, again, guys, like that's why it's exciting to me like you have to you know be at the right place at the right time to um you know uncover something that maybe is from like a former employee or something um and yeah it's just it's one of those things that like they're so unassuming like the 90 donners aqueous for example it looks like a base donners card we all know what those look like and you know if you're a true baseball card lover you love what it looks like in spite of its you know screaming red 90s graphics uh, on the front but um the only difference is on the back is it says aqueous test you know it's it's it doesn't have like the gold holofoil em embellishments and the and the beautiful font that's used on the front that says one of one and 
and all that. It doesn't have any of that. It, it just doesn't look special. But because of that, it's kind of, that's where its specialness is derived from. And it's, it's so fun to be able to collect those and to be able to find those types of cards. Um, so, uh, anyways, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's really kind of all I have to tell you guys. Like, uh, you know, hopefully this will help you, uh, uh, you know, look at these types of prototypes in a different light. If you, if you've really kind of just gone after the flashy one of ones, uh, you know, massive patch cards and low number cards and everything like that. Um, the prototypes, yeah, that's where it's at in my opinion. But, um, also, yeah, I hope this kind of served as a little bit of a, of a history lesson. And, and yes, there are some other 91 upper deck Chrome prototypes floating around out there as well. So, um, you know, keep your eyes peeled. I think they might have, if I remember correctly, limited it to the silver slugger set. Um, I could be wrong, but I think that's, uh, I think that's how it went. So. Anyways, um, I will wrap it up. Um, also, by the way, y'all, I've, I've been, uh, you know, working very hard on a custom project that is taking me forever, um, like well over a month. So I am winding it down. So God willing, I will be able to present this in another week or so. And I am so pumped to be able to show it online and, and have everything finished. So stay tuned. Uh, Guys, well, thanks for listening, um, and it is Father's Day this weekend, so all you fathers out there, I hope you have a fantastic Father's Day and a great weekend.